0: Hi, this is Mo Oster, Misney's senior vice president for advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany, and sometimes in Washington D.C. Let's just say this week was an epic week. To begin with, on Monday we received the good news that Governor Hochul had vetoed the legislation that would have dramatically increased wrongful death awards, which would have also dramatically increased physicians' already untenably high liability premiums. We thank the thousands or even tens of thousands of physicians across the state who took the time to call, write, or tweet the governor, often multiple times, urging that she veto the bill, and highlighting the significant adverse impact this version of the legislation would have had on our healthcare system for all of its good intentions. These efforts, Led by MISNI's president, Dr. Parag Mehta, in conjunction with the efforts of many of the specialty societies and many other industries and local governments across the state, were particularly important in convincing the governor that the bill could not be signed into law as it was presented to her. The day the bill was vetoed, Governor Hochul penned an op ed for the New York Daily News discussing her efforts. To negotiate a scaled back version of the bill with the state legislature, noting that the unintended consequences of this far reaching expansive legislation would be significant, particularly for our already struggling healthcare system. In her veto message to the legislature, the governor importantly noted that the bill passed without a serious evaluation of the impact of this legislation on the economy, small businesses, individuals, and the state's complex healthcare system. However, she noted her continued interest in negotiating a revised version of this bill with the legislature. Given the strong interest in this legislation from grieving families across the state, for whom we have great sympathy for the trauma they have had to endure, and the adverse reaction by several legislators when this bill was vetoed, discussions on passing some version of this bill, this legislative session, are going to continue. It's akin to a dramatic fourth down goal line stand in a football game, but we know that these goal line stops do not in and of themselves win a game. This legislation or similar legislation is likely to be reintroduced soon, and we will need to again undertake strong grassroots efforts to ensure that future versions of this legislation truly balance the needs to enhance the legal rights of grieving families, while also taking steps to protect or already strained health care delivery system. We have put up a new letter on MISNI's grassroots action site that physicians can send to their assembly members and senators requesting the need for a balanced perspective on this legislation. This week also saw the release of Governor Hochul's executive budget. In the thousands of pages of budget documents, there are literally hundreds of various proposals that would have a direct impact on care provided to patients by their physicians. Certainly, many of these items we view very positively, including proposals that would extend the MISNI Committee for Physicians Health Program for an additional 10 years with a full appropriation for the next budget year. The program is due to sunset on June thirtieth, 2023, without legislative reauthorization. It would also extend for another year the Excess Medical Liability Insurance Program to help maintain a state subsidized bonus layer of liability coverage for the approximately 16,000 physicians who currently have this coverage. It would require health insurers to pay towards a health insurance guarantee fund to ensure the payment of medical claims in the event of a health plan insolvency, such as what we recently went through with Health Republic. It would maintain the increased appropriation level for the Doctors Across New York Physician Loan Repayment Program, which last year was significantly increased in its funding. It would raise cigarette taxes by $1 per pack. It would expand insurance coverage and enforcement for mental health care services and invest in new psychiatric beds. And it would reduce interest on court judgments from 9% to a market-based rate that would help to reduce liability costs. However, there were numerous items of significant concern in the executive budget as well. To begin with, the governor again proposed to eliminate prescriber prevails protections for those prescriptions provided to patients insured by the Medicaid program, which is even more important this year because as of April 1st, all prescriptions for patients covered by Medicaid will be covered through a single state formulary rather than through the Medicaid health plan through which those patients are covered. She also proposed to expand the scope of practice for various non-physicians that we are concerned would create further silos in healthcare rather than taking steps to facilitate a physician-led, team-based approach to patient care. These proposals include giving independent practice for physician assistants if they have practiced for 8,000 hours under supervision and are practicing in a hospital or practicing in primary care. Permit pharmacists to do a number of new tasks, including prescribing and ordering opioid antagonists and medication to treat nicotine dependence, Permitting them to execute a non patient specific order to dispense HIV pre exposure prophylaxis, permitting them to order all limited service laboratory tests as authorized by the FDA, not just COVID and flu, permitting them to prescribe self administered hormonal contraceptives. And it would also permit dentists to order HIV or hepatitis C diagnostic tests, and it would permit nurse practitioners to participate in a collaborative drug therapy management program with pharmacists that is currently limited to physicians and pharmacists. That's a lot, and there's plenty more. MISNI will be coordinating with the specialty societies on joint advocacy efforts to educate legislators about the adverse impacts to patient care as a result of these proposed scope expansions. In a press statement released yesterday, MISNI President Dr. Mehta noted that to address care shortages, New York needs to enact policies that address our challenging practice environment not expanding the scope of non-physicians to address these shortages, as New York continues to be acknowledged in national studies as one of the worst states in the country to be a doctor. Turning to upcoming educational events, please put on your calendar Wednesday, February 15th at 7.30 a.m. for the next Misney Medical Matters Program. Doctor, are you prepared? Essentials of Public Health Preparedness with faculty Dr. Lorraine Giordano, chair of MISNI's Emergency Preparedness and Disaster Terrorism Response Committee, and Dr. Arthur Cooper, who is also a member of that committee. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your commitment to MISNI and your county medical society. There is much more about all of these initiatives that we are talking about in the MISNI Pulse today. We will speak again next week.